Welcome back to episode 32, How to Ruin a Good Walk, US Open Review. It's episode 33. <laughs> Welcome back. I wrote it down wrong. That's well, my bad. can I just say that's not my fault? Episode 33, and yes, the US Open Review. I mean, you should know, mate. You say we're flying through the episodes every week, so... Uh... We are flying through the episodes. Even <laughs> hey, nearly a year. All right, 20 off. Cheers. Anyway, if you are new to the podcast, this pod is going to be a little bit different to normal because we've had a major. But normally we have four sections. Majors. Chop of the week. Josh. Talk trash talk. Yes. Watch your beef. Plenty. And tech talk. Plenty of that too this week. So, today though, we've got Chopper and then we're going to talk through our review of the US Open. And you're the Chopper mate, aren't you? I am, you, mate. You're officially the biggest chopper going around here, lad. My golf game has gone down the toilet. And I, as you mean, like, I, I shouldn't really let this happen, really, because you, you're basically uh, an example, client of... of <laughs> I'm your biggest advert. Yeah, <laughs> and you're shit. <laughs> and I've been really shit, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I just... So when please... I say this guy can hook the golf ball and hit it out the toe, he can hit it out the toe and hook the golf ball. So... Tremendously. Basically, my... Like, tremendously. Yeah, but my golf swing has basically gone to the complete opposite. So, as we all know, when you sort of start playing golf, a lot of people slicing the ball oui. and all this and all that. Oui, coming oui. across it. We. Oui. Well, I'm coming so far, like, from the inside now. We, we, we. That it's just hooking and ah, honestly... j'adore. <laughs> honestly, I, I played golf on Friday and I played golf on Sunday and I've never wanted to not play golf before. Can I just ask you one question? But those two days I did. Can I ask you one question? How many points did you have when you played on Sunday? 23 points. In nine holes? No, not in your dick. It's a good score. Though. I'd like everybody to write in not to us and score. just sort of let us know what the worst score they've had over 18 holes That's is. That's my worst score. Mate, 23 points. That's 13. 23 points. 23 points. Wow. Put it this did way. You realise, you do realise you you nearly just went for a point a hole. I know, mate. I know. <laughs> I know. Put it this way. The question scratch is not any, going great. Did, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Did you actually like make any two pointers? I did. I did make some two pointers, yeah. How many? Yeah. Um not that many. How many blobs did you have? Uh two. Only two blobs? Yeah. I had a lot of ones, mate. <laughs> <laughs> a lot can of ones. Can you get your card up? You must be able to get your card up on your on your app here. I can get it. No, don't it, be, don't be I any actually of that don't. dross. It was not good, though. It was it was horrendous, in fact. I'll have none of that dross. You can get that card up. I know you can, for an absolute fact. I'll just mill over time. Let's just wait. You put all that interlude music. I, you know, I don't actually like, think I can. Uh, your hold music. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I actually can't get it up. It's not wow. working. So, unlucky. But, it, it, look, it wasn't great. I got one point on the first. I got one point on the second. Right, this is the worst. So, I hit the purest of pure drives on oh, the yeah, par course. five second. Right? It's right down the middle. Purest of pure. I had six iron in, par purest five. Purest of to, pure. To re- no, to reach in two. Purest of pure. Wait, it, honestly. Don't pure, say purest of pure. It was. 23 points and he's he's, Wait, he's, he's, not, let, let he's saying story. he did a part of his game let that me, was the purest of pure and uh, you'll understand why it all went to shit hit the purest drive down the middle literally out the screws mm. flyer 
with six iron in to a par five. Hooked it. But there's hooking it and there's hooking it. Like I was <laughs> so far left, it's a joke. And it, it was at this point, hole two, what that we're I started left. questioning everything. How far is left are we saying? Left. Like? So the six iron, say for example, middle of the green, how many yards left are you saying the ball's finished? 40. Wow. Left, mate. Wow. Like, but then... So you do realise that's a long way. I, oh, I know, mate. <laughs> but then, like, in competition situation, I had to drop one oh in case God. I couldn't find it. You've got to play the so same to, shot again. So I had to play the same shot again, and I hit the ball to about six foot. Six foot. So I've gone from 40 yards to six foot. And that was it then. Obviously found my ball. Didn't have a shot. I had to chip out backwards, then chip through, then chip on, then put... You must have been tired after that game. Oh, oh I mate. was mentally I drained. Drained, mate. Mentally but drained. I then watched the US Open and realised that I love golf. And we had a little bit of help today from Alex. And hopefully tomorrow when I play, or this is Tuesday, so yesterday when I played, it'll be much better. Basically, Josh just likes to really hook the golf ball. It's just, just annoying. It's like, it's like he's like... I have got a game. There is a game in there somewhere. I admit it. There is a game in there somewhere. I've, I've seen the game firsthand. It's very impressive when you hit it. But unfortunately, um, I'm going to be gonna be brutal here. It's a little bit shit on champagne, isn't it? At the minute it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you, but, you, but go back to sort of okay, last season, let's say. You were pretty sort of consistent, weren't you? Yeah. Like you didn't hit many wonderful shots. Yeah. You hit some okay shots, but okay was just okay all the time. Like, you'd always shoot around your handicap, whereas at the minute, you're, like, ripping it. I went through, like, a stage of, like... Or you're just knobbing it. So, we, we, we had that stage last year where it was, like, just average, but good. Mm. Wasn't setting the world on fire, but... Yeah, but not okay. sh- always shooting, like, let's put it in perspective, always 33, 34 points. Yeah. Buffered, buffered, yeah. buffered, not, not 23. Exactly. <laughs> then I went through a stage of being on fire, mm. like where I felt like everything was going in, was not thinking about anything in my game, like everything was pure, and then now I'm at a stage where my <laughs> golf is on its arse. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way of explaining it. Like, How to take, this is a great YouTube title, isn't it? How to take your golf from on its arse <laughs> to crash the scratch like, and in two weeks, maybe. It's so frustrating because like, I went through the whole, like just that I'm going through like these phases and peaks and troughs of golf and I just want to be consistent <laughs> like I can rip it and I know I can rip it but it's just being able to rip it I just I just I just want to be con- consistent <laughs> please just oh. let me be consistent anyway that's my rant over let's move on shall yeah, we and I mean, talk about the US Open we've got the US Open in we're talking about 23 points know, to be fair yeah. talking about your 23 points is, is very exciting mate for you yeah. yeah, maybe not for you. No. Anyway, let's move on to and the quick draft. question. How did Leach play? Yeah, he shot 38 points. Banned it. Yeah, but he does <laughs> He does have a handicap that does not reflect. And he's gone up. Banned it, mate. <laughs> hey, that guy. He shot 38 points. What's right. his handicap? No word of a lie. What's his on, handicap? I don't know, 23 or something like that. Mate, the only guy of 23 that I know can hit a driver 330 yards and chip decent and put decent mate, right. and hit his irons decent. So on, on the ninth hole... He strikes like a single-figure handicap. Mate, I know. I know. <laughs> this is what frustrates I think me he could. Well. I think he could play left-handed and shoot 38 points off that handicap. Yeah, good. definitely. 
So on the ninth hole yesterday at Northern, they did like longest drive and closest to the line. Mm. So you put big white stripe down the middle, middle of the hole, right? He drove it past the end of the line. Wow. So so instantly his drive has taken him out of that contest. <laughs> He's too far. The line I mean, didn't go that far. It's a pretty good problem to have. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. And like, I'm not going to talk about what then happened, but the drive was... <laughs> That's why it's un- a 23. <laughs> the, the drive was unreal. Like, so fair news to him. He's found his driver again and he's absolutely biffing it. Okay, anyway, let's, let's get on move to on the serious to, stuff. Yeah, tour trash talk. We're starting with US Open and... Well, we're only going to talk about the US Open. We're not yeah, starting with it. We're starting finishing Because there's a hell of a lot to talk about. You know something I've noticed, right? What? I feel like you're going to dig me out here. No, no, no. When it gets to these events, there's always so much more that happens. Like, I looked through the notes for, like, the last few weeks and, like, there's a few bits that happen on each event. Yeah, but, but, but wait, is that because it's hyped up more? Well, I don't know. Is that because there's more on social media? Is it your perception? Is that social media getting inside your brain? No, but when we go through this, there's a lot of stuff, like, happened over the weekend that would not normally happen. By the way, on that point, we nearly had a boxing match, didn't we? We did. The USGA, I am mega, mega fuming. Grow some ballons. Absolutely zero Niagara's. You bottled it. (laughs) You bottled it. Please explain what Niagara's means to people. Niagara Falls. Balls. You bottled it. Anyway, we'll get on to that. US Open, winner... John Rahm. Now I'm buzzing because two weeks prior to that, he, two weeks prior he was would have won an event. Yeah, he was, six shots, was event. four shots lead or something. something crazy like many shots. He, lead. he was 18 under going into the final round. Came off, was told that he was positive for COVID twice, and then 13 under won it. So he won the event. And yeah, the other thing with this. What makes it even more impressive is his isolation period finished two days before the event yeah, started. Yeah, mate. His isolation period would have been with a chipping green, putting green, and driving range on deck. Yeah, but he's not doing many practice rounds, is he? No, no. So, I agree. And and this course, the way that this course was set up, was a joke. Looked tough, didn't it? And rough, we'll talk rough about look. that. Rough was so thick. I saw actually just on a different point that the guy was retiring from being head of the USGA, wasn't he? Yeah, and he, but he was a bit controversial on it. He's done some weird decisions, apparently. Yeah, well, what the only thing that because the only the reason that I knew that this was happening was he announced the last group, yeah, out, didn't he? Yeah, that's why I saw. But the only thing that I like you said there was that the commentator said something like, "Oh, he's made some good decisions. He's made some very bad decisions, but we all learn from mistakes and things like that." It was very complimentary about him. But yeah, yeah, that's just being polite. Exactly. So that's he's done something really good, but also really bad. Yeah. So let's just go through the rest of the leaderboard. So Louis Oosthuizen finished second. I oh, called him two weeks ago, a week did. ago. Five under par. And why did I not stay with him? I have no idea. Yeah, you know that man when he won the Open bought himself a tractor. Is that what he bought? Yeah, it's his dream to own one of those John. Think about John, John, Deere. John Deere. Yeah. I mean, like, correct me if it's not a John Deere, but yeah, like he grew up on a farm in South Africa apparently, and um, that was his dream. Dreams have a John Deere, so he bought himself a John Deere. Most people buy himself a Ferrari, but to be fair, the tractor's probably the same price oh, as yeah, a Ferrari. Probably was, yeah. 150 bones on you a pro- tractor. You probably get a lot more for it you, for your money as well, size wise. Anyway, size wise, size doesn't always matter, mate. It's how you use you're, it. You're gonna say that anyway. Um, the, As the, in, you can use a tractor for more stuff than yeah, a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the the crazy thing about this is, if he'd have won, mm. I think he'd have been like the third in the list of amount of time between majors. So it was so, 2008 that he won his last one. Something like, like that, yeah, like, a long time ago. 
So, so unreal performance from him. Open. Yeah, unreal performance again from him. And that's twice this year he's been up there because he was up Trendy. there at the PJ Championship as well. So is this the year? Well, I'm pegging it up with Louis at the Open. Will you be pegging it up? Well, we'll see, won't we? Um, Definitely not. <laughs> but is he going to win the Open again? Because he's, he's mean, heading bold, in that direction, It's isn't a bold it? shout, though. He's heading in that direction, though. It's a bold shout. Um, then we had Harris English third, three under. Yeah. And then we had tied fourth. We had Migliozzi. Easy Brooks for Kepka. you to say. I got it right there, didn't I? Brooks Kepka and Colin Morikawa at two under. That Morikawa's so, con- so, con- so um, consistent. Mate, the way he... His iron... Though, oh, sorry, let me say that again. The way he strikes his irons is a joke. Yeah, I agree. He's... Like what, 22, 23 years old, and proper ball striker. He is the best, best ball striker with, when it comes to irons on tour right now. Wow, he, he is. is. According to Josh Kinder, or is that a fact? No, it's a fact. Okay, how many? So, okay. The commentator said it. Let's have I mean, how many greens did he hit? Oh, that, this was just I said that because what the commentator said. Just saying, but he is the the way that. He, He's playing at the minute, like you said, he's is another another good finish for him. He's got a major under his belt already. Oh, I'll just eat him. And, yeah. and I was correct. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the regulation percentage here? Yeah. I just eat him. <laughs> what are the chances so, of that? Let me just backpedal. Let me just backpedal a minute. Can I just confirm that Colin Morikawa is the best ball striker <laughs> with his irons on tour? He ranks number one in green tip percentages. Thank you, Alex. Fair play. Yeah. I knew I was right. I need to back myself. Anyway. I'm so good that that was right. I know. I know you are. What? How did you know? I you knew the Indian. I just know. So anyway, let's, before we move on to some of the stories of the weekend, let's talk about our picks. Can I just say I won the pick because Mickelson brought a chair down for his wife. So. No, for John Rahm's wife. Oh, John Rahm's wife, sorry. To watch John Rahm hit balls. Yeah, so was, he won, didn't he? No, he didn't win. Is it John Rahm's wife, right? Okay. Yeah, it was John Rahm's wife and the baby. Yeah. yeah. So. What? Some boy. No, well, the, the chair was only there for his wife. He brought a chair down for himself to yeah, sit Yeah, but on. sit with her. Yes. So he's, he's won. To watch John Rahm. Yeah, hit he's balls. won. No, he didn't win. He came tied to He's won because seconds. he's basically connected to the team because he, he was sat with his wife. No, he came tied to the second because no, but, you know what the worst no, thing is, though? He was, he'd already finished by the time that John Rahm was going to warm up. Yes, but what my point is, is he was part of the team. <laughs> he was off the court. He was part of the team. That's how far behind he was. He was part of the team. He was part of the team there, so he was. Was he or was he not closer to the winner than your mum? No. Yes, <laughs> he was sat with his wife on the range, mate. <laughs> Physically closer, yes. Exactly, that's my mind, and, uh, and my pick wins. So Mickelson, who was Alex's pick, was eleven over par. Oh, but Jesus! Side sixty second. Hell of a pick. Hell of a pick. My pick on the land, Xander Schauffele, was in it for a long, long time, but. He's put all that down a little bit, and he was one of the part-tied seven. He's a great player as well. I, I sort of put him in the same category as Morikawa. Yeah. Like, I think he's just, like, one of those young, good players who... I know Morikawa's won a major, but I don't know how Xander hasn't. No. He's a no. believer. I know he's won a few World Golf Championships yeah. or, or HSBC, whatever, yeah. you, whatever they call them, those shebangs, like big things, but never really stepped over the line in the and I think, I think, league. I think it, he will make that step at oh, some I point. So like too. The way he, play, he plays and the way the way his game is, he hits it long, his irons are good. Like I said, the only thing that let him down to it was the putter, really. Um, but let's let's talk about some of the stories. So obviously, we, we've mentioned Ram and his positive COVID test, but there's a bit more to this as well. So obviously, it, two weeks ago, his child was born, 
or two, three, two and a half weeks ago his child was born. Uh-huh. He. How old is kid then? Two weeks old. <laughs> he, How many hours? Days. So not only was it his first major, mm-hmm. it was his first Father's Day, mm-hmm. and he's the first Spaniard to win the US Open. Not a bad Sunday, is it? Sure, you know I'm su- I'm dead surprised he's the first Spaniard. Yeah. Seve never won the Prun- US Open. Prun- to the PJ Tour, uh, he was. The, I find that mad. I would, if someone said to me, "Oh, did Seve win the US Open?" I'd be I would have been like, probably, yeah, mm-hmm. just because obviously he was so good. Yeah, but no, he didn't, and. This is the other thing. So we're going to talk about some of the scores on the on the final day in a, in a moment. But he had a four under final round to win, four under final round. So, like at one point, I remember what, I was watching it, and at one point they brought the scoreboard up, mm. and there was like nearly all of the top ten guys in the world were on the first page of the leaderboard. Like it was. It, there was one point where it was shaping up to be serious. Well, you're top ten for a reason, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Right. And and even like DJ, who finished a little little way down the uh, down the scoreboard in the end, he was making a charge at one point, and it was looking like this could shape up to be a ridiculous finish. This, but then the back back nine happened. Um, was the back nine playing considerably harder all week? Well, they were talking about obviously the wing getting up later in the day and things like that, but we're gonna. We've mentioned the back nine, so I'll mention Bryson. Well, probably less about less 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 said about this the better. Because he started the day, and I think he bird. In fact, do you know what I'll do? I'll pull up his scorecard because he was just he was five under going into the back nine. So he's what one off the lead going? What well, one off the final final yeah, yeah. winning score? And you're, they always are talking about like if you can post a number. Yeah, exactly. And he was in like second or third final group anyway. So he went, yesterday he went, he parred his first four holes, then he bird, went birdie, par, par, birdie, par. So he was 33 out, 200 mm-hmm. out. And then what? what's the phrase you use, Alex? Comes home an ambulance. Came home an ambulance and did he ever. Wee, wee, run, triple, triple, double, double, triple, triple, double. <laughs> he literally went par, bogey, bogey, double bogey, par, 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 quadruple bogey thing is though like no one's actually surprised that he's done that and like no one's watching that going actually we've got the highlights on the tv here behind yeah. us no one actually is surprised that he's capable of making them like big big scores because he just well in my opinion he takes some stuff that he shouldn't but but then that first front nine i was watching first front nine i'm thinking is he in there he's he's making a charge here He's really going to put some, the foot It would have been something to go back to back on the US Open as well. Yeah, and being 500, so he'd gone t- he'd gone 200 on his round through the first nine holes. He looked solid. Even when he was like, made a, a slight mistake off the tee, he, his second shot was unreal and he literally imploded. Mm. He, he did what I did on Sunday, <laughs> but I did it from the first hole. It's called dissolve. He just imploded. And I, and I know obviously we say like, okay, he's going to make those mistakes and if he's hitting it that far and he's not necessarily that accurate and things like well, that. But he is going to make those mistakes. But the way he was playing the front nine, for me, it came from nowhere. He had a, the odd... Even more worrying for him. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, he looked solid, like, so good. And someone else who looked really good as well, who was around the, around the say, I think he was the group after him, was Roy McIlroy. Okay, he didn't piece it together in the end, but, again, looked so solid. He's looking better, isn't he? Oh, like this, the coach, changing coach has really helped him. But you know what? Like, 
I would easily say like next week give a shot over par and miss the cut and he's still going through that period of it yeah. but so it's, it's that I guess it's the consistency that he once had is what we all sort of hold him to that's the issue isn't it yeah and will he will he, ever, will he be that consistent or will he but uh, here's the other thing though if only you, next play well yeah exactly but if you if you said to him well you're not going to be anywhere near as consistent as you were you're not going to win anywhere near as many events as you were but you're going to compete in every major in, yeah or, or one in four events you'll win or one in five events you'll win you'll, you'll miss the cut on all the others do you know what I mean like he, he, he don't need the money it's not like he thinks oh I need to finish top 10 get some cash in my pocket no I don't think that guy like, needs- like you said like if you, you're going to win another major you're going to win another two majors you'll bite your hand off yeah so if you can piece it together then I think we've got a serious, another serious contender for the Open definitely and pick, then you're picking him already no not picking him already I'm not making any picks but I think that was just a pick. It wasn't a pick. That was a pick. Anyway, moving on. Day three, the Saturday. Yeah, a few points I want to talk about on the Saturday. Yeah, I, and the, the best, best thing, thing I think we start starting, mate, is the interview uh, with uh, Brooksy. Can we just play it? Can we play it? Wait, which interview? When we asked about, why, why, was he upset that he wasn't playing with... Uh... No, no, that was an old... Oh. Oh, he's had an absolute oh, nightmare. No, no. Basically, oh. I made I put a post on the How to Win a Good Walk oh, Instagram no. out of a clip of Brooks Kepka saying how disappointed he was. But it was an old interview that someone had put over. So I assumed, I assumed. Basically, what happened is Brooks Kepka and Bryson Shambo were both on the same score in the same position. They think they yeah, were tied they, third. Did they finish after each other? Or I've got they finish? no idea. Because that does make a difference. I mean... Basically, it's first in, last out. So, for example, say me, you, and Bryson finish on three under. Right. Right, and we're off in two balls. Me, you, and Bryson, yeah. Yeah, but say we finish in th- and you, you want me and you wanted to play together. Yeah. If Bryson and you finished... If Bryson finished first, you finished second, I finished third, but on the same score, in terms of handing our scorecards into the scorers, yeah. then they would go together. You and him would go together, not me and you. So that does make a difference. It's whether they should have been playing together and they've just bottled it. Well... I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of that. But for me, and I think for a lot of people in... It would have been who, brilliant who, to see them two go at yeah. it. Yeah. For me, and a lot of people who watch golf and have, have followed this whole... Who just love golf? I love golf! Scenario. I love golf! Are you done? Yeah, done. For a lot of people that have followed this whole story play no, out... I mean, yeah. Even if it's the other way around, and like you said, it's like that situation where they're not behind each other, whatever. If I'm the USGA, I'm saying to those other players, saying, "Look, we've got a batch already. We need to put these two in a group." Everyone wants it. Everyone's asking for it. Realistically, we should have done it the first two days when we could choose it. Yeah. Like they bottled it. Imagine the TV ratings. Exactly. Exactly. Imagine how many people. I mean, obviously, I watch it anyway. But imagine how many people watched it. Many more just for that. I would love. A boxing match. You know what's getting on my absolute nerves? Got a little bit of beef here to throw in there. Right. All these, you know, obviously all the TikTokers uh, yeah. that and this boxing match. I mean, it's pathetic anyway. Absolutely pathetic. When are you getting your gloves on then? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not stupid at that level. Five, <laughs> five million, I'm getting uh, <laughs> Five million. Also on day three. Million pound. So, well, oh, no, can I finish my point? You see, I'm on, all on TikTok at the minute, all boxing. I mean, it is embarrassing. I mean, it's, it's all embarrassing. Right, yeah, money, isn't it? Yeah, but. They're like nobody's compared to these other guys in America. Like these are the guys in America have like millions and millions and millions of followers. Like they're like got seventy thousand followers, thinking they're absolute 
big time Charlie's boxing it's like that is embarrassing is there any golfers doing it that looks like golf not yet <laughs> not yet there is now <laughs> I see at the ring at uh, 9 o'clock now. Um, also so another few points from day 3 Richard Bland yeah well sort of day 1 and 2 really wasn't it well day 2 was the, was the unbelievable round but to be he was in the last group on the third day I mean, what six? Oh, months? real! What six? That's months? a joke. So he's 478 events to win his first European tour. Mm. Gets into the U.S. Open. Mm. Shoots a second round 67, which, which coincidentally was the lowest. No one went lower than that. John Rahm did that on his final day, but Every no, week. no one went lower than that. To be four under, and that put him in the final group. So he was in the lead on his own in the lead going into the last round, uh, going into round three. Sorry. And he's just lost it, he? And he has lost it. But, but to be fair, like, I mean, he'd probably look at it, if it comes to him over the weekend, you'll be starting the final group. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd probably go, you're joking, right? Yeah. Wouldn't he? Like, that's not being harsh especially, on him. Especially like, six months ago, you're asking that question. Yeah. Six months ago, he was playing, or oh, 18 months ago, he was playing Challenge Tour. Exactly. And he really, really has made massive, massive moves. And what would be interesting to see is, Will that win on the Open Tour get him a spot in the Open? Um, I think it will, yeah, to be honest, because it's one of the well, one of the flagship events on the European Tour. So I'd be surprised if it didn't put it that yeah. way. Yeah, and but again, like as much as he, he sort of went to bits and whatever, didn't it didn't quite, quite end as he probably wanted it to. Would have been a right fairy tale. Oh that, wow, it? can you imagine? Absolute right fairy tale. Um, but. Like and this is what I mean where like, a lot of things happened. So so far we've had the Bryson and Brooks not playing together. Yeah. We've had Bryson capitulating. Yeah. We've had Richard Bland. Yeah. We're now going to talk Victor Hovland. Yeah. Victor Hovland had to withdraw from Oh mate, the I event. saw this on it literally looked like he'd lost his eye. So it basically I didn't I obviously we all see Victor Hovland as this player who's up there, he's always there or thereabouts. And he's sort of I'd sort of forgotten that he or that I hadn't seen him or whatever, and it's a strange, strange story. So basically, he was on the practice ground before one of his rounds, and this is this is the post that he put. He put first time for everything. Hit a bunker shot in my warm up today and caught some sand in my left eye. Typically, when faced with such an unfortunate, well, right, it must have been a lot of sand in his eye. Yeah, well. The, the post quite funny so he then went typically when faced with such an unfortunate circumstance the remedial action is to blink a few times for, to clear the sand however the unique San Diego sand decided to linger much like the stubborn belly fat we all possess even after countless <laughs> of hours of cardio after coming to terms with, the, with reality my tea time was quickly approaching with a greatly diminishing eyesight in the oculus sinister open brackets left eye Close brackets. The plan of attack was to not not to implode on the first few holes in order to have a chance to make the cut when the eyesight had been regained. After miraculously remaining unscathed for the first four holes, I sent some improvement. I had just enough to hope to keep going. I had just enough hope to keep going. A few more bogeys inevitably in, ensued, and on the 18th and on hole 18, my ninth hole in brackets, the slowly improving vision took a turn for the worst. We were back to where we started. The inkling of hope that was once present had sought refuge elsewhere. <laughs> to withdraw or not to withdraw, that was the question. All jokes aside, hates withdraw, but we'll be back soon. 
Thanks for the messages. <laughs> he's a funny man. <laughs> I like it. It's like he's writing a buddy story. But how mad is that? To be I just don't get how he's not blinged it out. Like, it must be really gritty. Why a bit of solution in the old eye? Like, Wash yeah, it out. Like, like the old distilled water yeah. jobby. Like, like, I have no idea. You've got to think, how many bunker shots do golfers play? And what are the chances of that happening? It must be so slim. Exactly. Like, why is he not, why is he not close his eyes? Hit it and gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the old close your eyes when you hit it, yeah. Classic. Mo- <laughs> That's an actual golf tip for you. That's why you get better at golf, baby. <laughs> uh, but why? But why? What I don't get is, why would he have started to hit shots into the wind when he's practising? I always, like, try and go where the wind's across you. Well, I have no idea. Education, education, Hovland. <laughs> Lick your finger, wet it, see which way the wind's going. <laughs> but, like, what are the chances? And it's, it's sad, really, because, like I said, he's always one of those guys who's up there, he's there or thereabouts. Sim- I put him in the same bracket as, like, as Xander Schofield. Like, mm. he's going to be a ball. He's a ball. Powerhouse, like, powerhouse. Yeah, and it's a shame, really. So, hopefully, quick recovery and he can be back for some events before... The Open. The Open, exactly. Because he will be in it. He will, Definitely. Okay, let's t- look at something else on day three. I want to talk about the course a little bit more uh, after this point, but did you see Sergio Garcia hit the pin? I mean, I would be absolutely fuming. <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys have either chipped in this week or hit the pin. Yeah, there have been, there have been quite a few, but I felt, I've never felt more sorry for a golfer. It's like, quite funny, really. He plays the perfect shot. Yeah. Like, if that ball... It bounces once, doesn't it? Yeah. If it bounces once and misses the flag, it probably stops like a... Yeah. To attention. Or rolls back a little bit. Again, I mean, it's probably going to roll back two yards, if that. Yeah. Tap him. Thanks very much. Exactly. But the fact it's sort of on its sort of bounce and it starts to come down, it sort of hits the flag and the momentum of the flag accentuates that spin and... Fuck off. Yeah. See in a bit. It fires it back at him and no word of a lie, the ball ends a yard in front of where he hit it from. It was like he was laughing on the thing, though. Oh, yeah. and But then, obviously, he hits a lovely shot there next, over, over the flag, like, makes sure to get over it. Well, that's happened to Philly Mick before, where he's, he's pitched it over water. Imagine that the banks are being shaved. Is that just your nickname for him, or? Yeah, me and Philly Mick, like, <laughs> we saw what we're doing it. Safe G, safe G. So, like, right. he's pitched it over hit the flag. Safe G, safe, safe G. Yeah, it's kind of what? Like, just... It misses how it. Unlucky. You, it misses it. It's close. It's stiff. And then on the... F- you flip it on its head and you look at Brooks Kepka on the final day hits the pin to stop the ball going 20 yards past 80 right. foot past 80 foot past like, yeah not 20 30 yeah well 80 foot's not part of 20 yeah. foot 20 yards yeah. and literally hits the pin the ball stops like he's, the thing he's, is though if, if anything it was unlucky that it didn't then go in the hole I know I thought that um, but it's got a different spin on it hasn't it like Sergio Garcia's hitting it more with all, well it's a different spin it's got a lot more backspin on it than what yeah. he would have had because he was it's coming out the rough, one he? Like short-sided. A, a reduced amount of backspin, so it's sort of more rolling, sort of. Yeah. Like you just threw it out of your hand, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Sergio hitting it, it's like. So it's come because it, obviously it's come from further yeah. away and more on it, yeah. But there, like you said, there was a lot of chip-ins, there's a lot of that, and which is I'm quite shocked at mm. because of how the course was. Like it I, tough. We were watching it on the Friday, mm-hmm. and. I said to you, that golf course just looks so hard. Like the rough was thick as anything. Yeah. Which is like I'm right in saying is like a characteristic for a US, US Open. Open isn't yeah, it? US Open golf courses they always always get the rough. It's like thick, but then 
where the ball sits at the root and yeah. how they cut it. They cut it certain ways where the ball doesn't just sit and sit up. It goes. It goes in. Yeah. yeah, like there was a video of from Ian Poulton of him on one of his practice rounds was dropping a ball in and it, yeah, the yeah. ball disappeared. Like it was because I, I remember we was talking about this last year with Bryce and he was like, it "Doesn't change my game. I just hit it long and wedge on, and it worked for but him." But it last must year. do because you, you, yeah. you look at it and you just think. Mm, have I got the chance of hitting a fairway or have I got a chance of actually then advancing that towards the green? No matter, yeah. you, even if you're 20, 30 yards short of the green, you're still going to have a less control out there than you would at the fairway. Yeah, exactly. And he, he, obviously, what do you reckon we chewed with it? Me. Cavendish chewed me up and spat me out, mate. <laughs> oh. I'd be, I'd be. Oh, that, that, that place, seriously. Like one fifty. You did a bit of a paddy, didn't you? A little well? bit, yeah. But mate, round Tory pounds. Tory, came out of the pram. I'd be losing balls left and right and centre. I'd, I'd be reloading at nine. Well, no, 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 you got that wrong. What? Left, right, and centre. You just be missing him. Left. Left, left, right. Just left, mate. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Just left. Um, so, but then like, the other thing is, okay, the rough was ridiculously, ridiculously thick, but the fairways were so narrow. Yeah. Like so narrow. Probably like looking like hitting it down, down a road, like yeah. literally down a two down lane a, road, down a road, down an a road, like ridiculous. Like I, I think we when we were watching it, people teeing off the first in a span of forty minutes, not one person hit the first fairway. They're either right, right, right hand side in the bunker or left hand side See, in the rough. I mean, that's what I sort of question that with the USJ. Like, obviously. Minus six is one. It, obviously, the best player wins. Yeah. But isn't it more exciting to see these guys make a load of birdies, personally? And this is the thing. Or is it more exciting to see them really struggle? I don't know. Some people argue either way, and I think there's got to be a, a fine balance. If you're going to make the rough really thick, maybe make the fairways a little bit wider. I'm not saying make them massively wide, just maybe make them a quarter wider. Yeah. That quarter will... Make the difference, yeah. don't it? Yeah. And... Actually, I'm I'm in the sort of camp of I want to see these guys shoot low. I want to see them hit it long. I want to see them shoot low. I think it's. Does that become boring every week though? No. But then again, I didn't watch this and think this is crap because no one's shooting low. No, it's sort of so, crap because they've got to play unbelievable golf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's one of them. It doesn't happen every week, does it? So like, it's usually twenty-one under, eighteen under, fifteen under, thirteen under. And I imagine these guys quite like the test. To be honest. Well. <laughs> Sure, Ram does, yeah, me. Well, yeah, sure, yeah, John Ram yeah, definitely the, does. But I bet, bet Bryson didn't this The week. test was great this week, guys. <laughs> uh, I think the golf course set up really fair. Makes you laugh when they ask, like, every time they ask, like, these top guys, what do you think of the golf course? Mate, you're asking the guy who's won. Obviously, yeah, he's going to say it's great. Obviously, he's going to say it was fantastic. So I go, yeah, it was great, actually. Uh, yeah, pretty brilliant. Yeah. Easy. Absolutely easy. Five under. <laughs> Chopper. Just while we're talking about the golf course, did you see, I think it was, I think it was Mackenzie Hughes it happened to. It was one of the, the two final groups, they hit a drive off the tee, mm. right? It went into this tree that was like literally like a tree on its own. It left it, he hooked it left. Yeah. Literally, this tree that was on its own, it wasn't like a row of trees or whatever. One tree on its own by the car park mm. or the car path or whatever it was. It was quite a big open space concrete. It's gone through the tree, mm. bounced mm. back up into the tree and got stuck. What are the chances of that? <laughs> Everybody, shake the tree before I get there. Like, what are the chances of that? 
Because I've watched it. Have you seen that shot where Bernard play out the tree? Well, I've seen. I've not seen Bernard Langer. I've seen Sergio climb a tree and hit it hit out off, off like the, the trunk of the tree. There's a plaque on a tree at Fulford Golf Club in Yorkshire. Yeah. When he played the Ryder Cup there. Where, where, where are he? Where are he? I want to say it's 17th or 18th. Mm. Par three. But Left side of the green. This is the thing, though. This wasn't even a tree where he could have climbed it and, like, well, where it, it was. Well, that branch is quite high up. No, no, it was only a small tree. Get me tree. some bloody ladders. It was only a small tree. He probably could have climbed the tree, but where the ball was, he wouldn't be able to stand. Like, the one that I've seen Sergio do is, like, the, tr- the, the ball's, like, on the trunk of the tree, so he, like, stands on a branch yeah. and hits out behind him. Where this was, like, the other way around. So he wouldn't be able to reach the ball from the trunk and those branches wouldn't have held his weight. It was just thick. It was... It was the, like the, a bush, big mucky. bush, really. Yeah, but that's an unplayable, isn't it? You just have to take a drop. Yeah. and that is drop, just... I think you drop a drop like, directly underneath it. Yeah. I think. So basically, he had to determine that it was his ball. So how did he do that? With a, like a range find or the camera just zoomed in close on it. It's like, yeah, that's my ball. And that was it. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, guaranteed, definitely my ball. Yeah, definitely mine. <laughs> no one climbed that bloody tree. Um, so yeah. That wasn't actually on our list, but that's another thing that's, that happened. Do you see what I'm saying now? We're not even halfway through this list yet. and Don't switch off. <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, hope you're still enjoying this. Um, next, I want to talk about Matt Wolf. So Matt Wolf's been a bit quiet. Obviously, last year, the US Open finished second. Felt like Bryce. there was a lot of talk about him, didn't there? Yeah. For a long period Big of time. Big hype. This guy's 22 years old. He was probably 21 at the time. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe 22 at the time. Yeah. Just turned 22. That's a, he has a lot of hype for that age. Mm. He did one year in college. So this is, I found it yesterday. He did one year in college before turning pro, which I know... Quite a lot of Jordan Speed did something similar, I think. Yeah. Bricky Fowler did something Justin similar. Did something similar. Thomas. Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick did something similar. So basically the American college system and the American sports system... Is the Don. Is basically you go to college and then so for bas- in basketball for example you can opt to enter the draft so you basically say I'm going to drop out of college I'm going to go pro and get drafted similar what if you don't get drafted on that I think you just go back to college oh, okay. so um, like no- you, don't, you don't like it's like draft or bust mate draft or that's it you draft can. or bust I think you can go back to college but you're only going to recently go in the draft if you think you're good enough don't yeah you? but with golf obviously there's no draft you just turn in pro because it's an individual sport mm. so Again, similar, the guys maybe go and do one, two years in college, get some experience. But like, I didn't know that Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas had all done that one year. I thought they'd done a little bit longer. No. But obviously these guys that are like in the top 50 in the world are doing that now. You go in, do a couple of years in college, one year in college, get a little bit of experience playing on Because these guys play on the same golf courses, don't they? The NCAA play on the same pretty golf much, courses. Yeah, and pretty much, mate. Like I think it, it gives you that exposure to high level competition and scoring and scoring and then obviously they decide to go pro so people in that bracket Mark Howell have done the same like you said Fitzpatrick Spieth Thomas Fowler Matt Wolf did the same so he's 22 years old Yo, mate. all that hype around him okay Mark Howell won the US PGA last year um, PGA Championship sorry last year and Matt will finish second in the US Open. And I remember speaking to you about it and speaking on the pod thinking, Christ, these two are serious, serious, serious yeah. ballers. And they are serious ballers. But Matt Wolf went quiet for a bit, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And before we talk about his round and how he played, 
he came out and I think it was after his first round or his second round and in an interview basically spoke quite openly about How did he play actually? He played really well. Like, he had the maddest first round of one under par. Mm. But, and you think, oh, it's not bad for first round considering considering that it was It's like bogey double, birdie, 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 eagle, bogey double, eagle, bogey. So he finished tied 15. Right, overall, one over par, and he had a plus three final day. So, had a rough final day. But this is first round. Like, this is this is ridiculous. Birdie, birdie the first, uh-huh. par, birdie, birdie, par, good start. Bogey, double, bogey, birdie, 36 out. So, out, out, level par. Birdie, birdie, bogey, birdie, birdie, par, double bogey, par, par. Under. That is mad. A roller coaster. <laughs> that is one way to play golf. Like in circles and squares, square circles <laughs> and squares all over the card. But so obviously, and don't get me wrong, he played well. He was like towards the end, um, like the final groups on the last day, finished tied 15th. Good result, really, mm. considering like the Everything. form that he's been in. Yeah. But he spoke quite openly about his mental health, and I was quite impressed. I know it doesn't mean anything for me saying this, but I was quite impressed by the way that he spoke about it because to be that young, I know he's tw- you might not think 22 is that young, but from a golfing perspective, Compared that young to, in your uh, career... Phil Mickelson two weeks ago went in the major. At 50, yeah. 51. Yeah. Like, to come out so openly and basically say, I've been struggling. Yeah, but I think that's more like the, that generation of bloke, like or our generation of blokes... You go back 10, 15, 20 years ago, like, you, you said you've got mental health issues. Oh, you, what, are you losing your mind? Go up, mate. Like, yeah. Grow some balls, something with yeah. the attitude, which is wrong completely. Whereas now it's a lot more sort of open, Yeah, I'd say. But still, in the world of social media, it takes a lot to come oh, out and say that. Definitely, definitely does. And he, um, like, some of the quotes were basically, so he said that he'd, he'd been struggling, but then he also just sort of went on to say that it was... So he said he's been making progress and enjoying himself and lightening up a little bit and accepting the bad shots because everyone hits them. Mm. So obviously he there's all this pressure on him because of how good he is at that age and then he's piling more pressure on himself. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's how he's dealing with that. And he said, I just want to be happy, man. That's pretty much all, all it is. Like So he's obviously been seriously struggling, which is a shame because I, without saying I guarantee it, this guy will win a major. This guy is good enough to win majors. He is though, isn't it? Like the way that the distance he hits the golf ball, he's got, he's got all the, the he's got all the, uh, got all the attributes anyway. And he's got a bit of that. Like obviously, he's not he's not like got the perfect golf swing in. Yeah, but in college, but that doesn't matter, does it? Because his swing is mad, though, mate. Like, yeah, but his how swing he hit, is proper proper mad. But how he hits the ball and how far he hits the ball, yeah, is just just phenomenal like the fact that he goes through that process of, of finding where he needs to be at the start of his swing as a that used to was a drill in college yeah that's where that came from and he gets into that position and then he swings it out so far outside the line it sounds so. like you know what i'm talking about freaking hell and then he I redirects the golf course so much have you heard to this get guy? it in to get it in the slot have you heard this guy am, am i right though not sorry, i am right too. exactly so, have you heard this guy? <laughs> I'm right. Don't say that because I'm right. Have you heard this guy? 
Takes a little bit outside the line and redirects a great transitional move. He uses a P4 to P6. I'm alright though. Shut up. I'm alright though. Partly. Yeah. <laughs> but you partly. I'm just never going to tell you. I'm not going to sit stand there and go, yeah, you're right. I was right. But I like. I hope this is like the start of him getting back on that in that yeah. into that form. Yeah. Obviously, there's still big events coming up. We've got the Ryder Cup coming up, which I think he'll have to be part of, or you like to think he'd be part I don't know. of. Will it be if he's had a bit of a quiet year? Yeah, I think he's good enough to be there. I, isn't think, he? I don't think he will be. Do you know? Well, that'll be interesting to see. But if he can play his way in, you well, never know. I but... think, like for a young lad, like you've got a young team anyway there with America. You're gonna only way of getting in as a young player is play playing your way in. Yeah, and this is the other thing. Just while we're speaking of that. You said the young team there is America. Both teams are going to be really young this year, aren't they? Think about it. That just shows you the strength, the yeah. depth of... And the players that are coming through. Golf right now is yeah. unbelievable. Speaking about players that are coming through... Miligozzi, whatever it is. Migliozzi. Migliozzi. I think it's Guido Migliozzi. Guido Migliozzi. He won, he's won in Morocco. He's won two times in the European Tour. This is his first major. And it's first, it's first major. I would have said he'd been played in more majors than that because he's a very, 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 very good player. Yeah. Well, this is his first major and he finished tied fourth. Impressive. Which is a ridiculous performance. When I went to bed, he was at tied tenth. And then it's just he posted the numbers. Obviously, just sort of um, crept his way up through the uh, through the afternoon. That's the thing. If you can, like they always say, like if you can post a score in a major, you're going to have a very, very good chance of actually. Having, having, having a good weekend. Having, having a good tournament. Yeah, and so his final round was a three under par. So you're looking at some of the guys out there, like Bryson, and how he finished. So he was. So so we'll go. Roy McIlroy was two over. Um, um, Matt Wolf was three over par. Jordan Spieth was one over on the final day. Justin Thomas was two over. DJ was three over the final day. Mm. Like Bryson, six over on the final day. There's Big players putting in big, big scores here, and he chipped in the knee. Yeah, in in this final round of his first major, he's put in a three under par. Shows his class to finish two under. Big money that as well. Big money. Big play- world ranking points. He was playing with Richard Bland as well, so I wonder. That would have helped him. That I think. Yeah. Playing with somebody that he's, he knows, and he's probably played quite a few rounds with on the European tour, yep. to sort of settle his nerves. Imagine playing with Bryson in final round. Oh, you... chopping it all over the game. Chopping it all over. But the thing is, though, Richard Bland was chopping but it all over the game. At least you know who he is. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I can imagine him being quite a put into play with the likes of Bryson. Yeah, exactly. Um, but definitely one for the future, definitely one for the Ryder Cup in the future. I don't, obviously, not this year, but definitely, definitely going to be up there. Who knows? But obviously, we just spoke about how tough the final day was there, and I want to just take this all back to John Rahm. The guy shot four under par on the final day mm. to finish six under par, and we just spoke about the guys that sort of fell off there. Mm. Like I said before, everyone in the top ten was on the first page of the leaderboard at one point, and it was almost got to that point where Rahm was like, "Right, foot on the throat here. I'm just going to take this." Where does this put him? World number one. Um, I don't know if it, I don't know how it changes that. I've not seen anything Let's have a quick look around the world rankings, to be honest. Um, but it, it, the only thing I would say is it's got to move him up, at least because of who was playing in the event. Yeah, so this week, John Rahm, world number one official ranking. So he's, he's leapfrogged DJ and he's gone from third, he was third last week, leap, leapfrogged into number one. 
Oh, you probably DJ and Thomas. Mad at the start of the year, we worried about Thomas and his demise because of that whole scandal. And now look at him, third in the world. I mean, I mean, you look at you look at the world rankings right now, and you're thinking it is a sorry state for European golf in terms of um, Ryder Cup. So out of the top ten, we have eight Americans. Yeah. So we've got Ram, D. Then we've got DJ, Justin Thomas. Morikawa, Xander Schofield, Bryson, Patrick Cantley, who wasn't. I mean, if you look, mate, if you look at the 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 of the top 20 are Americans. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of the top 20 Europeans. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it is, it is not looking good for the radical, we'll say. I mean. Um, uh, I mean, I was feeling quite positive about it, and now I am certainly not. Because the other thing as well, so you look from second down to ninth, they're mm. all American. Yep. And all those players, apart from maybe Patrick Reed and Patrick Cantley, mm. I would say could win a major tomorrow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they're all they're all unreal players. Yeah. Can just win events at the drop of a hat. Like you said, I was thinking, oh yeah, you've got a really good chance. Like some of the players that have got the way they're playing, if these guys turn up. These guys rock up on that first day, and they could they could win it on that. I don't first see day. how like, Europe, Europe. I don't see how European team wins. John Rahm's just gonna got carriers, isn't he? We need get get Molinari and with Fleetwood, we'll be right. <laughs> I don't. I don't see how he wins. So your team right now is obviously John Rahm, McIlroy, Tyrrell. Um, Casey Fitzpatrick Westwood, Westwood Fleetwood yeah Rose will probably be in it I don't I don't Justin Rose missed the cut this week I don't see how that wins honestly when you've got well, so you've got DJ JT Colin Markauer Chauvet DeChambeau Brooks Kepka, Patrick Cantley Patrick Reed. how do they win they don't they don't you don't do you I'm sorry like, I hate to say it but I, I don't see a European victory I see an absolute spanking. Which I wasn't really expecting. I wasn't really thinking that. No, no. I was thinking Europe had got a good chance. God, uh, that's crushed me. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> on that note, that wraps us up on the, uh, that side of things. I think it does. I think that wraps up. I don't think we missed anything out. I know that was very comprehensive coverage of well, That's what you come here for, mate. That's what you come happened. here for, right? So, no doubt we, I will have missed something. But. Okay. Last but not least. Don't know who I've waiting for. Tech Talk. <laughs> So some of my clubs have arrived. A bit of a letdown, that one. So um, if you saw our video on my specs on how to do a good walk, you can now, well, you will be able to very soon see a video of what I've actually got part of the bag anyway. Yes. So my driver and my five would have arrived. Yes, pure. pure. So pure. And my favourite club in the bag, the three irons arrived. That thing is naughty. So, I, could, I, can't, I can't tell you how many times I hit it today. So we, let's put this in perspective. It's Monday. When did they arrive? Back in the last week, they had. I hit. I hit a few balls with them. Yeah. I hit. I only hit the driver really. That's yeah. All, that's all I hit. So we did. We did a video Monday with like, which is going to go out later today with unveiling these clubs. We then filmed seven of Alex's videos Monday, mm-hmm. right? And I think he hit this club seven times. Like so many times in these videos, he hit it once. He was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, it's so pure." And then no other lie, I hit. I had to go with this club, and it was. A joke. It's a rocket, isn't it? So pure. So it's it's a three iron utility forge tech head, isn't it? Hollow head. So it's a hollow head and the ball comes off it like a rocket. Yeah. 
Like to the point of, and I said this to us when we were filming, to the point of if, if you're having a bad day with your driver, get out. <laughs> just leave it in the bag. Like I first one I hit was a little bit towy and it flew like in the middle of it. It didn't even yeah. feel like it out of the tow, mate. And this is the thing, on the, he then on the same hole hit a driver and was what, 30 yards further on? Yeah, mate. So realistically, if you're having a bad day with that driver, you can just pull this out of the bag and you are laughing. By the way, apologies if you can hear the dog. She's barking in the garden at absolutely everything. Um, but we'll crack on. So, other things that arrived uh, were my wedges. Now, I actually found these quite hard to get used to because yes. I've used black wedges now for three years, two and a half years, I'd say three years, um, roughly around that time. And I've got these out, really shiny, steel colour, and I'm like, well, these things look weird. I can't chip with these. And it, I find them look a bit awkward for me to chip with, but just, I think, because I'm not used to yeah. looking down at some silver. But the interesting thing with them is the 58 degree. Yes. A full toe. Is it 54 as well? No, just 58. So the 58 degree has got like a full toe of grooves as opposed to being like grooves like... Yeah, over. rather than having a shiny bit of the toe. Like, yeah. Like, oh, the whole so, face is full groove. And Alex loves toeing his wedges. Yeah. Big time. Me, I don't... Toe's a toe. <laughs> you love toeing a driver. Correct. Happens to the best of us, see? But the, what you all want to know, of course, is how this affects my bag. <laughs> Obviously. So, uh... And now a sponsored athlete. <laughs> That's right. I've got Alex's SZ in my bag and still can't hit it. Um, and still toes it. <laughs> but, no, but all jokes aside, these clubs are mad. They're going to be out tonight. And when the irons arrive, we'll do the same. Yeah. But Hopefully. big week for this man. We big week. This. Open qualifying Saturday. Yeah. Um, got to find a game between now and then. Actually, I did a bit of practice on Saturday with my dad. And yeah. This is my swing thoughts. Here you go. Quiet legs. Ball slightly back in my stance. Try and fade it. Nice. That nice. means absolutely nothing to anybody, but apart from me. Yeah, and I'll be on the bag. Yes. Which will be fun. Um, and it's I'll quite efficient. You've got to do like a little COVID survey. you got yeah. a QR code to get in the whole place. Yeah. It's got I'm my accreditation. Forward. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so, But I'll try and get a few little sneaky bits yeah. from, from so the day if what, I can. What, we probably won't put them up on the story now. We'll just get a few little vids as we go around. Yeah. Uh, depending, obviously. You'll probably get more vids if I'm going badly than if I'm going well. Yes, yes. <laughs> if, it, if you're going well, the phone will be staying in the bag. <laughs> Firmly, no, we won't. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll try and get as much little bit as we can, like sneakily, so you guys can follow along with that. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening this week, guys. Yes, and don't forget to go and check out the YouTube video later. Please subscribe, keep sharing the pod, pass the pod, absolutely. And we will see you next week at the same time. Au revoir, arrivederci, CC, we bye, ciao.